guys, I'm Alexandra, and I usually spend about an hour on Facebook before I even get out of bed. And I'm Rose, and I'm a serial scrolling liker. (laughs) (laughs) And this is, what was I saying? Living with ADHD. And this is episode 32. Social media with ADHD. So welcome back, you guys. Uh, so yeah, so this happy week, day, happy day, happy day, happy Isn't Monday. A song like that. Oh yeah, it's oh happy, happy day. day. Okay. Anyways, um, are here again. There's also a a a, a Christian song uh, called Oh Happy Day, and it's just like supposed to be like. I only know one Christian song, and it's because it was in a dog toy that I got my dog and. Uh, it had like a little voice box in it. It was this bear with like Jesus on the front, and whenever she would be like playing with it, like ripping it around, it would sing, uh, "Jesus loves me, oh this I know, <laughs> for the Bible tells me so." Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. I used to sing that when I was younger in like vacation Bible school when I was like little, little in, in my church. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Okay. I um, sing things like breathe in, breathe out because I went to a Unitarian Universalist church and studied lots of religions, including paganism and Judaism and that's uh, Buddhism. Cool, though. It was. That I, really fascinating. I have no qualms about it. Guys, I recommend Unitarian Universalism if you don't feel like choosing a religion for your child, but you want them to have a spiritual uh, connection. So yeah, so today we're going to be talking about social media um, and basically how that kind of impacts, you know, people with ADHD. And to start off, we have some research um, for you to back up what we are saying, because like always, we are not medical professionals. Never... Never before, never again. Right. So we have degrees, but not medical degrees. So, woo. All right. So our research today is from Chad. Woo, we love Chad. We'll put the link in the description box. Um, This is just like a general little tidbit about what social media does to an ADHD brain. And this is a small bit from that article. I'll be honest, it is hard to find positive things that the ADHD social media relationship have. I'm sure we'll be able to talk about our experiences in that way, but uh, this, so this is like, this is like the most neutral thing that I could find. Researchers are beginning to study how our brains are affected by social media, particularly when a person has ADHD. That little thrill you get when you see reactions to your posts and that urge to check your updates is real. Researchers are learning that the brain is releasing neurotransmitters that are related to pleasure and a feeling of being better focused when we receive these notifications. Makes sense. You know, when we... The same the same goes for when we get an alarm on our phones... Or when we get a call or a text, a, the receptors in our brains are activated. It's like the happy chemical, I think. I think that's how that works. I read it somewhere at one point. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that makes sense. But of course, as all good things come with some negative things, obviously. Um, and I think with this, this oh, there's a balance of both, which is, which is always good because balance is a good thing. 
Um, but I know for me, for social media, because I have ADHD, I get super distracted by it all the time. Like, it's just the bane of my existence sometimes. And, like, that's all I do for, like, like I said, an hour before I even get out of bed is I'll just be on Facebook. And then I don't know where that hour went. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely easier to get distracted um, with ADHD. That's, like, a general thing. <laughs> so... I think that social media contributes a very valid distraction that is easy to latch onto for the brain when we're looking for external stimulus or extra stimuli. Um, but unfortunately, that can sometimes interfere with our ability to get other stuff done. Yeah. I definitely have fallen into the vortex of Instagram or Facebook or really any of those like any of those I can fall into those vortexes yeah and I think it's not necessarily healthy when I do that yeah and, and I can't um, really say that like I gained a whole lot from particularly like it's a little there are certain types of social media communities that I feel like do have a lot of value and I I believe that we should take the time to to talk about and acknowledge the way that social media can connect people um, which is sometimes hard for somebody with social ADHD or with ADHD, but but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're on the challenges part of the episode. So I think right. that it's not to be glossed over the productivity of like the negative effect on productivity that social media can have. Yeah, and that's also just an ADHD thing is that ADHD can really affect not being productive. And, I, you know, besides, because I think there's something to be said from besides just the liking and the sharing and the reacting and all of that, which, you know, gives us like that, that boost that you were saying, um, when we post things on social media and we expect people to see it and we expect people to like it because we, whether we've shared our art or whether we shared something funny or we just shared our own, our own thoughts we expect people to react to it positively. And most of the time people do because I don't know about anyone else, but the people that are on my social media are, so specifically Facebook are people that I know, are my family members, are my friends, people that I know that are not going to be mean if I post something that like I worked hard on, like a piece of art. Or even on Instagram, I'm following a bunch of people and some people are following me that are all, I like to consider safe um, just because of their content that I've seen. And then obviously a lot of my friends who have followed me and I've followed them. So we expect that happy response of getting the likes, getting the shares. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, especially when you share something or post something that is, you know, you've worked hard on. Or even if you think it's funny and you're like, oh, I want to share this with my friends because I think they'd appreciate it. It's, o it's okay to expect those things and want those things. I just think when we get the negative things, it's really important, especially for ADHD and the whole emotional regulation thing. Really important to keep that in check when you get like a bad react. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. an aspect of ADHD called rejection dysphoria. Rejection sensitive dysphoria. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same thing. Well, yeah, but it's RSD. Yeah, I'm sorry. So RSD, um, which is essentially like you're hypersensitive to rejection. Right. You're hyper-focused on the things that 
people say that are negative about you rather than the things that people say that are positive. And I think that social media is a minefield for yeah. rejection dysphoria. Um, it is so easy to be subjected to cyberbullying and other types of negative feedback that are totally worse when you have ADHD. Yeah. And also, there is absolutely no excuse for going online and bullying someone. Oh, you know? absolutely not. And, but it's hard for people with ADHD, and I think I can speak for the both of us, So, but obviously correct me if I'm wrong, that when we get those negative reactions in real life or on virtual Facebook or Instagram or something, it does, it hits us harder. Uh, because we're like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Did I do something? What am I, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you my, the way that my rejection dysphoria manifests is that when somebody gives me negative feedback that isn't, that is like more than just like your hair's in your face or something like that, I think of, I internalize it to the point that I think it's a comment on like my, worth yeah that tracks that makes total sense because um, we can't yeah. regulate it's hard for us to regulate that by saying someone's saying to us oh what you said oh your your hair is a little off today because uh, you just did something we can't process we can't take that away from to us that's not just a comment of someone trying to help us out to us that's there's something wrong with my appearance. Yeah, or like I'm disorganized and forgot to look right. at my hair in the mirror this morning. Yeah. That's really more what it is for me. It's not like, oh, well, like that says something about my appearance. It's like that says something about how well I manage my life, right. the kind of person that I am, the hold that I have on reality. Like it, it's there's like no – in between. between yeah <laughs> there's not like a casual like oh I can just work on that right <laughs> um and that's something I'll say like that's something that I'm working on yeah just you know so everybody knows like it's not that is a really serious problem that I have and I constantly fight and to you know journal and meditate and talk about it in therapy and all of those kinds of things because I feel like that is a restraining aspect of my ADHD. Like, out of all of the things, the rejection-sensitive dysphoria is probably the most debilitating. For Yeah. I don't know if I want to say it's the most debilitating for me, but it is hard. Because for, for me, mine manifests a little bit differently. I definitely have had instances that you described, but it's not, like, the main, like, part of it. For me, it's more of, you know, and I, I think this goes back to the fact of how I view my own brain and how I think, is like when I have an idea and I say that idea to someone and my idea, they don't, not necessarily that they don't like my idea, but they say, that's a good idea, but can I improve on this? And then they change it a, even a little bit. And even though it is still kind of my idea, they've changed it. Or even if they say, I like it, but can we please explore more options? Just because 
well, like when you're coming up with ideas, you should have more than one idea. But for me, it's like, oh my God, why did I even come up with that idea? That's a stupid idea. Um, why did my brain even decide to say it? Uh, wow, I'm a, I'm a failure, da, 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 all these things. So that's how mine manifests. And it, it can be very debilitating, especially when you're doing like group projects in school or, you know, you're trying to have uh, give someone an idea about an event or a party. So that is a, a definite thing. And I think on social media, it's super easy for someone to angry react or give us some kind of mildly negative comment for us to be like, oh my God, what did I do? Why did I even say anything? I should just not have typed it out. Like all these self like kind of sabotaging thoughts go through your head. Yeah, you know. definitely. But to a degree, because obviously not everyone has ADHD, but to a degree, everyone on Facebook, social media, Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media platform you use, everyone will have that experience because we are not a hive mind all connected. Like we are, but we're, we all have our own individual thought. And obviously someone in the entire world is going to disagree with you. That's just is what yeah. it is so everyone has has had those experiences on social media but some people like me have a hard time saying to myself okay they're just a person on the internet that i don't really know that well i'm gonna try to forget about their mean or rude or negative comment but it's harder to do that for me because of my rsd so i don't know obviously I like Rose said, I'm also working on this myself. I'm not just accepting it. I, d I try every single day to make sure I don't like go into a downward spiral. But, you know, it's kind of, it can be kind of hard, but, you know, you do your best. Yeah, so that I think is one of the challenges of social media. Even like if somebody doesn't comment, I'm like, do they hate me? Right, yeah. Am I a bad friend? <laughs> like, what? And that's just your brain sabotaging you. And it's like, nope, get those thoughts away. I am a good friend. And yeah. it's just social media. And not everyone has to post right when you post. Right? Exactly. Because, I don't know, they could live in Australia. And it's 3 o'clock in the morning. You know. And it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon for you. I don't know how the time. I know that's not how that time zone works. But, like. You get my point. But yeah, it's just important to make sure you don't let yourself go into that spiral because it is easy to do that. We don't want to admit it, but I think it is kind of easy to do that, you know? Yeah. It's just like one of those things for me, like with my ADHD and like anxiety, it's like it's really easy for me to spiral, but I like to think it's not. So I'm like tricking myself. I don't know. It's this weird com. It's this weird thing I have in my head that I won't try to explain. But <laughs> no, it's it's the brain. The human brain is weird. Human brain is very complicated. Yeah, but to just kind of go off of that, um, I, I'm not even kidding you when I say the other day I was on Facebook. Whoa, whoa! Hold your horses, hun. Uh oh. Am I going into uh, what I think it is? I think you might be starting Tangent Time. Yeah, so uh, literally just a couple of days ago, just because coincidentally, but I was, I'm was i actually a part of an ADHD 
Facebook group, which actually I love this space, by the way. And because it's just very validating. And it's just basically people going on like, hey, I have this thing. Is this an th ADHD thing? Or does anyone else uh, ex experience this? Just to kind of not feel alone, which is honestly, I love it. So anyways, I went on and I, I posted something about ADHD about that I experienced. And I just wanted to know like if anyone else experiences this, if anyone has any tips. And, uh, and I got a litany of really great things like awesome like people being supportive and people trying to encourage me to not think the way I was thinking because it is you know because sometimes you can self-sabotage like I was saying um but one of the per people wrote um something that I misconstrued as negative and as um uh not nasty but not sensitive to what I said and I didn't think it was necessary so I, I actually ignored it I read it in once and then didn't process it and ignored it and someone else in the comments responded to, to them saying hey dude don't do that and I think it was a couple of different people me included that misunderstood actually interpreted what that person said uh, because actually what they said was actually in favor of what I said I just had to I just didn't process it. So the what I what I misconstrued as negative, my rejection sensitive dysphoria like took over, and I was like, oh my god, how could someone say that? Especially because they have ADHD. Da da da. Then I went back and I I don't know what possessed me to go back in and look at it, but I did, and I went, oh okay, never mind. And it actually was like something really like abrupt, but like encouraging to me. Uh, and I was like, okay. And I actually wrote, okay, I'm really sorry, but I definitely misinterpreted some things. I now understand what you mean. Thank you. Um, and he was like, oh, well, I, they, they were like, oh yeah, no, you're all good. Um, so yeah, that's just a really good example of like my ADHD brain, not interpreting something correctly. And then just immediately going into RSD and being like, well, why would someone do that? Oh my God why would someone do that like what did I do oh my god so it was just it was just a really good example of it and I was just like wow because but I could have saved myself so much by just reading it better <laughs> but it's all good it's all good because all of the comments that I got on the post were super encouraging some were very helpful one couple made me cry like happy like feel good tears and I just, I don't, I just, I feel very blessed to be in a community of, of like that. Um, that, yeah. I, that I encourage everyone to go and look up Facebook ADHD groups or mental illness. I mean, mental health groups, because they are some of the, some of the kindest places I've experienced on the internet. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that that will kind of lead us into the positives, you know, because uh, there are a lot of really good community building aspects that, that come from social media and particularly with something like mental health and ADHD, you can really see that. It really helps you feel connected and not alone, which, I mean, y'all know that's what we're all about. Yeah, that's, and that's what, we're, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. So it's just really nice to see other spaces doing the same thing because it really does validate 
you know, how you're feeling and to know that you're not alone, which is, again, what we always try to say. Um, yeah. But I do. I, I, but more than just the positive, just the, that the positives of, you know, being in a really nice space is that. So whenever I go on Facebook, I don't ever post. But on Instagram, I do post because I don't know about you, Rose, but I actually view my Instagram uh, because I'm kind of careful about who I follow and who follows me. Uh, a very safe space. Um, and I've done that on purpose. Because I wanted a space. You know on social media. That I could post anything. And not get hate. You know not saying I would get that on Facebook. Because I don't think I would. Like hate. Because I obviously wouldn't. But like I didn't want. I, f- I find Facebook to be more relaxed place when it comes to people saying whatever they want but on Instagram I really feel like people try to be encouraging and they they want to be inspiring and they want to help and they want to say like oh that piece of work that you've done that art like that's awesome good job or even if it's not perfect be like that's awesome can I give you a tip to improve so I don't know so for me so for me especially with ADHD having that space is so valuable to me because I feel like I can do whatever I want and I won't be judged. Yeah. But I've also done that on purpose. Instagram just isn't that way just normally for everyone. I've, I have done this on purpose. I have followed specific people. I've gotten suggestions of following people. I don't let anyone just follow me. Well, I do now because I've gotten older, but, but people that find my stuff probably have a like mind of me. So if they follow me, they probably, you know, they're probably a little bit like me because of the things that I've posted. So I don't know. It just, I just think it's so valuable to have a space like that, especially when you have any mental health issue, because it's just really validating. It's really nice. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think validation is something that's really valuable when you have ADHD. And honestly, this conversation does kind of lead me into um, the question that we asked. Oh, awesome, yeah. So we could probably move into the uh, what were you saying segment. Sorry about that weird voice. <laughs> but the, the question, the, the segment still stands. The actor um, in you. This is, still, this is the question from a couple weeks ago when I was going to do an episode solo i was gonna do the social media thing but then i didn't instead i did interlude of blah um which also and well which was fine it was all good but yeah so this is um the episode question was how does your adhd impact your social media interactions and presence and we got some pretty good responses i have one here um from on Twitter from Liz at maybe ADHD uh, but the so it's like at maybe ADH and then DEE <laughs> like at maybe ADHD um, and I <laughs> I like it and she said Liz said It's both a blessing and a curse. ADHD Twitter basically taught me what ADHD actually feels like. 
Personal experiences told me I had ADHD in a way that the DSM-5 could not, but I have to limit it. I regularly uninstall Twitter and Facebook multiple times a week. The trigger to uninstall is when I feel awful and keep scrolling. Too much negative news that makes me feel powerless. I understand that I need to know things. It's the quantity I need to control. Too many posts that trigger comparison and shame. A never-ending rabbit hole of learning and time-wasting depending on your view. I turn most notifications off, but I'm not sure if that helps because I think, because then I think I check more often. But at least it can be a set time. So many issues to consider. I also have a separate account for my ADHD chat because I have not disclosed widely having only recently been diagnosed and I'm not ready to have that conversation with people I don't fully trust yet. Yeah, that's all, that's all valid. That all makes complete sense. Um, it's not, it's, yeah, as you said, it's really important to know the news and to see what's going on, but it's not, but it's really important to know what's going on, but it's also important to take care of your own mental health because too much is of anything is not good. Yeah. Right. So, so honestly, just uninstall for because uninstalling and reinstalling an app does nothing to your phone. So honestly, if that is your coping, that is amazing and awesome, and we are so happy for you um, to be able to regulate that. Um, but I totally get it because honestly, the negative things on Facebook can it can take a toll on you. Just I don't know if this is any HD thing, but just seeing all these things about the Black Lives Matter protests and how, like, they have been met with violence. And, you know, it's it's super, like, scary and stressful to see those things because it fills you with so much compassion. But, but that can be a, that can be a negative effect on you, yourself, your brain, your mental health. Um, So good on you for regulating that. Yeah, no, I think that, Liz touches on a really important aspect of social media, which is balance. Mm -hmm. Like you have to find a way to manage uh, your time and your energy. Let's see. I'm finding another one. Oh, all right. Um, This is from uh, Pavi Butcher, an ADHD advocate. Y'all, I think, know of Pavi. We've used her comments before. Uh, She's on Twitter as at Finn Attentive, F-I-N-N Attentive, like inattentive, but with an F. Okay. Okay. And uh, they say, finding team ADHD here has been one of the best things in my life. This is, this all is now a huge and very important part of my life. It gives me so much. My ADHD I can spend quite a bit of time here, but to me it's also socializing. I find DMs overwhelming. It's hard to answer them. Yeah, no, I get that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track of, I think, sometimes. Like, we didn't really talk about that, but there's, like, a lot going on in social media, so sometimes it's hard to oh, keep yeah. track of. But what I really like about that one is that it really acknowledges, like, the way that social media can have a positive community-building effect. Yeah, like I was saying, for advocate, I mean, yeah. it gives us a platform. Like a lot of the people that found us found us through social media. Yeah, because we post updates on when we um, put out an episode, and honestly, and just in that way, just we as people, 
as a human race are all so connected in a way that we never had before in the past. And that honestly is a kind of beautiful thing, even though, you know, sometimes those connections are negative, but it's still a good thing to be so connected with people. I mean, I've, I've reconnected with people I haven't seen since high school, like, and that I never would have before. And like my dad and my mom have, we've been finding like relatives that we didn't know even existed that are finding us on Facebook. And now we're like talking to them and having a relationship and it's amazing. And, and it's really cool. So all of those things are, are positives. Um, but I do, uh, but with that, I do think we are going to have to wrap up here. Um, but we wanted to make this, uh, we wanted to make this episode because I actually think it's just really fascinating to talk about social media and how it impacts us as people. Um, but also just because, you know, this podcast is social media in a way because we post it on social media. So it's it's kind of a, is it a paradox? Is that what that is? But, um, but no, it's just really cool. But we do have to wrap up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. You, of course, can find us on our social media platform. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at what was I saying question mark living with ADHD or on Twitter or Instagram at what underscore was I saying use the hashtag tangent time sharing your stories about social media and goofy things that you've done and don't forget to uh, to recommend a TV show or movie for us to uh, check out um, we really like doing those these are really really fun or if you'd like, uh, if you have a challenge that you think we should try. Yeah. Yeah. We still do what was I doing and what was I watching. We'll probably be doing a, like a, a voting challenge or a absentee ballot challenge coming up soon because it is that time of year. So if you're in the U.S., make sure you're prepping to vote. Yeah. So again, thank you guys so much for joining us today at, uh, what was I saying? Living with ADHD.